Hi, folks. It's Rabbi Sharon Brouse here. You are listening to Ikar's podcast, where you can hear our sermons from Shabbat and holidays, our guest speakers, our teachers, anything we think worth listening to that we can capture, you can hear right here. Thank you so much for being with us. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Today is the 13th day of the Omer, which is one week and six days of the Omer. All right. Well, we just performed perhaps one of the simplest, uh, kind of most, I don't know, bizarre uh, mitzvot commandments that we have in our tradition, which is to count. Um, I do think for, for a lot of us uh, this past year, counting time, marking days uh, actually has not felt so strange. So maybe this year uh, and last year, we, we understand it differently. Um, but even hundreds and hundreds of years ago, the rabbis said uh, in the Talmud, don't, don't let the mitzvah of counting the Omer be light uh, or insignificant in your eyes. Right? Take it seriously. Even something so simple as just saying, today is a particular day. Um, and I, I, I think about that and I wonder, well, what is it about this mitzvah? What, what is so powerful? What can be so powerful about counting the Omer? Counting one day at a time from day two of Pesach till Shavuot, uh, marking not, not fully the exodus from Egypt, as Rabbi Labelle talked about last week. It actually took the Israelites almost a week to get from leaving their homes um, to crossing the Yamsuf, the, the Sea of Reeds, um, towards what we might consider uh, their real freedom from enslavement and from Pharaoh. Um, but we count from that moment uh, of transition out of Egypt uh, to the moment of receiving Torah. Nitivot Shalom says in the, in the name of Beit Avraham of Slonimer that these 49 days take us like they took the Israelites from the lowest possible level of spirituality up to its highest peaks. It is a powerful time of growth and of change and we too we, we know, are in a collective um, and hopefully personal time of great change as we, as we see the power and the impact that these vaccines are having on what can be in our society. We continue to pray that uh, they keep the pace of the, the new cases uh, at bay and in check. Um, and we begin as a community to, to think about what does it look like uh, to come back together in person, how can we do that? When can we do it? Um, over this time period, our tradition offers that we study Pirkei Avot, often translated as the, the ethics or the chapters of the fathers or of the ancestors. You can have an opportunity to study week by week with Rabbi Kasher as well. Um, guidance on, on how do we live uh, in the world? How do we be our best selves? So in thinking about this transition, this period of the Omer, I, I wanted to look back and see what was it like for the Israelites moving through these 49 or so days. And a couple of moments stood out to me as I was thinking about their journey. And I just wanna share um, one or two of them. The first is e even after crossing through the Yam Suf, which was such an incredible part of these 49 days already, um, they, had, they had a really, uh, they had so many incidents happen to them, some miraculous and huge, and some of them very mundane and small. Um, but one of them was uh, the attack by Amalek. Amalek, who has since then come to be uh, a nation that is synonymous with, with real evil. 
um, they attacked the stragglers, the people at the back of the camp, the most vulnerable um, in the Israelite camp. And uh, with a strong leadership team and with some, uh, with some good hope, the Israelites are victorious in their battle against Amalek. Um, but I was thinking this time around, it was the Israelites who actually let the, the most vulnerable be in the back, unprotected. Um, and so I'm thinking to myself, as we move towards our reopening collectively, who, who do we need to make sure we're taking with us? Who do we need to make sure is being attended to uh, and cared for and loved? And I think about what happens to them um, almost immediately, which is they come to this place called Mara, and there's water there, but it is bitter water. And understandably, they, they complain, or understandably, they need water. Um, and because this is a, this is a real need, um, and it's just not exactly the way that they need it. And just a few stops later, they're going to they're gonna want for water again. And that second time, they're going to wonder, is God, is Hashem even, even here with us? It's such a level of doubt um, for people who have just experienced really the most incredible wonders um, to bring them out of slavery. Their commentators read these, these texts critically. Sure, they need water. That is real. But to do so, to ask for it in the way that they're asking for it, it, it just feels... Uh, hard to fathom in some way as we move through to this reopening of our society and our community and to reconnecting we will need to be nourished we will have needs to be to, to meet we will have wishes for how this process goes and what we ask of others how do we find nourishment and also only approach one another with patience and with generosity of spirit and with love we know this past year has taken a toll on the emotional and mental well-being of so many of us. Honestly, I think a lot of us um, feel uh, that we have forgotten how to socialize, <laughs> how to be um, in groups of people, or even, uh, even just to, to sit in conversation. Um, perhaps we've been more angry out in the world, um, or more judgmental of other people. It's been a hard time. It's time to soften our hearts to begin to lower the defenses that may have fortified us during this time to help us get through. So let us be gentle. Let us be kind with ourselves and with others even more than before. We talk about these 49 days as the road from Pesach to Shavuot, from the Exodus to Matan Torah, and that's how, that's how we look at them now. How we, but the Israelites had no idea that that's how long it would take. They were just walking. And we count up in the Omer, one, two, three, right? We're not counting down because I think we're supposed to access a little bit of the experience that they had back then of not really knowing. Um, and by the way, even the Torah doesn't give us the precise date of the giving of Torah. It, it's only in a separate part where we're talking about counting seven weeks and 49 days. That, that's, that's sort of separated out from this journey and this story in Exodus. It is, again, only with hindsight. It's only when we're looking back at the story that we know how long it took, that we could say with certainty, yep, or clear, near certainty, right? Here is the number of days that they had to count that we're counting uh, in memory. Uh, we, know, we, don't know, we don't know how long this journey is gonna take us. 
Um, we just need to take it one step at a time and count it one step at a time. We look back at their story and I wanna ask us today, what is the story that we want to be able to tell when we look back? No matter how many days it is, whether it's 20 or 49 or 60 or 90, whatever it takes for us to get to the other side, what is our story? Is it a story of protecting the most vulnerable? Is it a story of bringing everyone along in a way that keeps us safe and healthy and feeling cared for and loved. And I don't know exactly what that means, but does everyone feel seen on this journey? Is it a journey, a story where we come to one another and we share what we need and what we hope for, but always with patience and with collaboration and with love? We're gonna take these one day, these days, one day at a time thinking about the story we're writing and how we and others might look back upon this journey, just as we do for the Israelites. And throughout it, let us hold faith together that we will ultimately reach where we hope to be. I feel confident in that. And for me, what that looks like is holding family tight again. It's sitting around the table for hours with friends and their children. It's crowding together with all of you, singing with every breath, with every fiber, fiber of my being, of my heart, and my soul. Keni Yeratzon. Shabbat Shalom. Hi, it's Mayim Bialik, actor, neuroscientist, Ikar member, and lover of all things Jewish. Do you like what you're listening to? Please consider donating to Ikar so that we can continue creating more podcasts and fulfilling our mission of harnessing untapped energy in the Jewish community to reanimate Jewish life, embody moral courage, nurture the spirit, and work to decipher what it means to be a human being in the world today. Why don't you visit our website at ecard-la.org and give today.